email ray at rte.ie. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Now we're joined in studio uh, by Ray and Alison, Ray O'Neill and Alison Keating. And they're here to give you advice on uh, relationship woes you may be having. having. Uh, Happy New Year, Ray. Many, many happy returns. This is the last week I'm saying it. Yeah. Happy New Year, I'm very happy New Year to you. By the end of this week, you don't be, you don't say it to anybody. Unless you're Chinese, yes. then it starts okay, all over yes, again. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we were talking to Kate Gunn and we were talking to members of the public as well about drink uh, in the first hour. And I suppose on the back of that, we got a question for you, which which makes complete sense. Uh, so we'll start with that one. Uh, in regards uh, to the show today, I've been reducing my alcohol consumption for a year now. My wife has no inclination to reduce her drinking, though. This has led to a sort of disconnecting our routines and lifestyle. What is the best way to address this? And actually, Kate, when we were talking to her, says that said that her partner had given up uh, drink as well, and she couldn't have done it without that. You know that if your partner was drinking, you were trying to give it up, it would create a bit of a disconnect, and that's what's happening here. So, Alison, what's your advice on that? I think um, if they can have a conversation about it, really, really straightforward conversation, say, look. I've, you know, been really sober curious the last year. I've been aware and reducing down my alcohol and it's kind of opened up my eyes to a different way of living. Um, like the perch, they might notice that they have more energy, that they, they wake up at the weekend and rather than have a hangover, they actually have loads of energy. And, you know, what's really interesting is that for people who don't drink, the weekend is a very different experience, but actually in a positive way that no one really often sees. So I remember I was training for something once and like I was pretty young at the time. So it was a revelation for me to be up and out at like half seven, eight o'clock in the morning. And I'd be down at the beach and I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> look at this. Like, And there was all people running and kind of walking and swimming. And I was like, a whole new world exists that I didn't actually know about. And it, it really changed my perspective on on the way we live our weekends. And I think I never actually went back. I thought to myself, well, if you're out till three or four o'clock in the morning, you know, as you would be in your 20s or whatever, you know. Alison. You're, you're, yeah, it's great fun. <laughs> but, you, you know, when you, when you actually then are, change, and, and especially despite when, you, when you're kind of like going to your 30s and your 40s, and like that person was saying, you know, hangovers are a different experience completely. I think it's, it's, it's amazing if the partners are on the same page mm. because there's that connection piece. Two things. One, you might do things separately and give room for both. Because, you know, it is the partner's choice whether they want to reduce their alcohol or not. It it doesn't sound like in this situation that it's a major problem. Maybe it is. But it, I think it's a conversation that you can go in a bit curious. And I, I do love the sober curious kind of concept that rather than it being critical that you're like, you know, I've really found I have more energy. I feel much better. You know, would you like to get up this weekend with me and go together? That it's kind of an invitation rather than giving out or criticizing because I mm. think that will always push people Back of it. No preaching. No preaching. Yeah, no. yeah. And and in your work, Ray, drink. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to drink at work, Ray, as much as possible. I, <laughs> I just had one outside, but that's something else completely. How often does it come up? It's huge. Yeah, right. Like, we're alcohol-soaked in Ireland. Mm. We are immersed in an alcohol culture which normalises level of drink. So one thing I always say, Ireland, in my experience, the only country in the world where if you don't have a drink in the pub, someone will go, what's wrong? Mm. There's something wrong with not drinking. And therefore, there's a huge amount of judgments because f- people feel implicated if you do a dry January or if you say, I'm just not going to drink. for they, you, you, When I stopped drinking, I stopped drinking for a couple of years just to get away from alcohol. I lost a huge amount of my friend group. Right. 
because it was it was a, it was just they felt I was implying something about the group, the fact that I wasn't taking part in it as well. So there's a huge amount of immersion of alcohol. I think it's changing. I hopefully think, so, yeah. Ray. Hopefully uh, so. I, I just keep people keep telling me that the younger generations have a different attitude to drink and that they're more health conscious. And as a result, they prefer sometimes to be in the gym, uh, whether it is in the evening when they would be in the pub or in the morning, as you said, when they would have been suffering yeah. with a hangover. So they're a little bit more aware of how an, uh, negative alcohol can be uh, to your health. So maybe, I don't, I don't know. I think uh, sometimes... But they... I, I'm more interested in relationships yeah. and how you know alcohol affects the mechanics of a relationship. So with this this couple here, like the thing is, he, she's going to feel implicated if he kind of goes, look, I stopped drinking. Why can't you? Mm. And so there, there's going to be some implication that there's something wrong with somebody. Whereas I think Alison's idea about being invitational, what would it be like if neither of us drank this weekend? Mm. Or if on Saturday night, rather than going down to the pub or doing, we did something else that is kind of, and like, I love that word and that phrase that you have around kind of being sober curious. Yeah. What's it like to not drink? Because it can make a huge impact on lots of gorgeous places in your relationship, mm. if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Do you know what I, think as well? I think he's talking about sober sex. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what else? I think that we have to kind of really challenge this concept that, you know, it, it's actually about real connection. Because when you're actually not drinking, you really are connecting and it's much more intimate and, and, you know, real. But to actually bring in the part, the fun part that people don't actually see. The positives, yeah. Yeah, so I think I think Keith Watch, I saw that he was setting up something in January. Where people could go on hikes at the weekend and meet up with other people. So it isn't just doing mm. it on your own. Mm. So even as a couple, you could say, hey, there's this hike on this weekend. Do you want to actually do this? And people, you know, are having similar conversations, but it's in a connected, you know, very non-judgmental, but kind of, you know, this is actually a fun way to spend so, the weekend. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so ch- keep chatting about that. Keep chatting about that. Keep the lines of communication open. Uh, now, um, hello, Alison and Ray. Um, I've wanted to get in touch for your advice for a while now. I have a great partner. We're together six years and are planning our future lives together, hoping to start a family of our own. I'm close to my siblings and parents. Uh, we get on great and always celebrate the big occasions together. But my partner's family are almost a bit too much. They're always together, planning weekends away, walks, dinners out, nights out, nights in. And if we decline an invite, uh, we're made feel bad about it. Uh, I've mentioned it a few times to my partner and he gets that our families are slightly different but he sometimes just goes along with the plans to keep the peace. I'd rather we stood our ground and made it clear that we want our own space especially at weekends which is the only time we really get to hang out together. His siblings have children and I worry that when we do uh, it'll get even worse. Any advice? I don't want to sound ungrateful or bitchy. Anon. Uh, this is very common, I think. Classic, yeah. <laughs> In-laws as outlaws. <laughs> yeah. And, and the way different families do it differently. Yeah. 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 Because you never just marry one person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they come with 50% extra free. Yeah. And sometimes that's gorgeous and sometimes that's awful. And for most of us, it's somewhere in between. And so I think the thing is to be really clear with your husband. Look, I- I'm not as buzzed about the Brady Brunch as you are. And so I'm not saying this is an absolute no, but can we get wiggle room? Because one of the things we have to track is when a habit becomes an expectation. Mm. Interesting. That's an interesting observation now. Yeah. yeah. Because if you if you don't arrive then, there's something wrong. Exactly. Yeah. How, how do you 
lay down markers? How do you let them know? And and you have to live your own life, don't mm. you? And and you, you, he can't still be the person he was in his family. He has to become part of his own family. Yeah. I also think it's a brilliant conversation to have together, though, at this point before marriage, you know, in terms of like, OK, what's the social norms in your family? Uh-huh. And then what are the social norms? And and then and, and neither of you are arguing. You're actually really, again, curious. That's do you know anybody who's ever had that conversation? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do, honestly. And I've encouraged many to have it. And, and it can work out. Like, and I actually think, like, genuinely, there's, there's... You, there's grace room in here where you can both move towards and and meet each other's needs because like sometimes we say no to things like just I just think connection is so important um, and you can move towards and go oh, I didn't want to do this this sounded and then when you actually go it's amazing and you, you know you are integrating into another family and then you know you can also say I'm really not in the mood for this I don't yeah. want to go over here every single Sunday and have family dinner and um, that's I don't want to be tied into that yeah. and and to set those markers down that like thanks Amelia we can come this week but we're actually we can't come the following week or we can't come two weeks after that and when people are like why and just say, actually we just we've been a busy week and we just need the day to chill and relax but it's really interesting and going back to what Ray said yeah. habit becoming expectation mm. yes uh, and if you don't lay down the ground rules early on then then it's difficult to get back any sort of ground isn't it because, because now you've established the tradition yes yeah. yeah and how can you be untraditional yes you know yeah it gets loaded yeah, it does, but I think you because it's board games every Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and everybody comes. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making that up. I'm bored already, Ray. I'm bored already. <laughs> but I think you can you can set boundaries and you can reset them, and then you can you know like every stage of your life is going to be different. You have different things that are going to be going on. Yeah. So I think being fluid in the ability to actually say no when you want, but then mm. sometimes actually go, and it might be good as well. Yeah, but but just for people who are at that stage of the relationship where they're they're planning on getting married, that it is a good chat to it's have. It's a super a really good and it's not an obvious one. Th- yeah, you know, it's not an obvious yeah. one to have. You have about money and houses and kids, and do we get a dog? But you wouldn't have it about the cultures in each family. And the be- the best no is to say, oh, oh look, we can't come next Saturday, but it's on the following Saturday, isn't it? Ah, Give them yes. a yes, but you're pacing and spacing. Great. Uh, 